Yeah. I had to I had to retire the Morty hat. I'm real sad about it. Why? Wait, what you had to retire which Why? one? Pee pee poo poo? The Morty. Oh because of uh Yeah. I remember I learned about Whoa. that on the podcast. I Googled it. Oh yeah, you did. Whoa. Oh shit, you didn't know about it when I brought it up? No, and then I, I found it on the internet because how do you feel the about that? Talks about felt pretty bad. Didn't sound. It didn't look good. No, it sounded bad. Not a good no, look. I, 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 I haven't looked at it look. since. But they made a real nice contract uh, with those boys um, at for like something like sixteen seasons or something. <laughs> so, huh. and Whoa. they can't terminate that contract. So they just cut him completely out of the show, but he still made makes like a bunch of money off. Is of that it. the update? He's completely wow. out of the I show and they're that. still making it? I oh, knew yeah. he was cut out. Yeah, they cut him out. Whoa. They they completely severed ties with him, but they have a contract to make like a bunch they of put seasons. A statement out. He did? Yeah, I was a no, they put a statement oh, out. Oh, they put, win. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's gonna say shit because no, he's he won't. he's got he got caught in four K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? What do you mean? Is that for real? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's a thing the kids say because you oh. when you're caught like as crystal clear as possible, like 4K. there's no. Yeah, <laughs> that's Great. that's the new red-handed. <laughs> it is. It is the new red-handed. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your. Hey guys, welcome to the. Valley cast, boy, oh boy, and my arms tired. I just flew in from Disneyland. Oh man, <laughs> it's just some of the fun we're gonna have. You know oh. what's funny is like, you know, maybe some people have discovered this show because of the last episode, and they're like, I'll give this show a listen, and then they <laughs> get this one, and they're like, Nah, never mind. <laughs> this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> what is that, Keemstar? Well, I'm glad I tried. I'm glad Whoa. I tried. No, no, not for me. Yeah, you're flexing a slight Keem, aren't you? Yeah, I you don't are. know. I, I just was. realized because I'm growing the beard out. Yeah, and in the short sides, got the, and the short. You could yeah. never. Well, I'm not. Never. Know. I'm not Keemstar. You're not. Great local news. Lot like you're not. Keemstar. It says Steve Zaragoza on the bottom. I think we can change that, though. I think that. <laughs> Not to Keemstar, though. <laughs> Zoom just gives you your true identity, no matter who you are. But I miss you guys. I've been off the show for a little bit, and then Elliot knocked it out of the park with last week's That's true. special episode. For those yeah, of you that don't Jason. know what we're talking about, yeah, Jason Walliner, the director of the latest television program from Peacock TV called... Uh, Paul... Paul T. Paul. Goldman. T. Goldman. Took him a second. Elliot. Yeah. How? Well, for those that saw the podcast, follow up. This is a follow up post show. interview. How was it? Uh, uh, how did you? How'd you land it? Oh. How? How? Uh, any any secret behind the scenes things that didn't make it through? What was it like? And, yes. And did you name I... drop Grace ever to to like hmm. seal the deal? Oh, damn! No, no, no. I don't do that. <laughs> Okay, um, that's good. I well, find that's really that when I do that, actually kills the it actually kills any, <laughs> um, the chance. So yeah, I and keep like... I keep I actually keep my own wife's name out of my mouth. Of <laughs> Why don't I keep my wife's name <laughs> out of my mouth? 
<laughs> no, I, re- I, I DM'd him because he'd followed me after I tweeted about genuinely wanting people to watch this documentary that I got. Oh, damn. And then said, do you want to come on this podcast that I do typically with my buds, but we can talk about Paul T. Goldman and maybe get a few people and buy a few, I mean, a few to actually watch it. And he said, absolutely, let's do it. And then we worked out a time and then he showed up and we chatted and he's a sweetheart because he's very easy to talk to. He just talks, you know, like he, he doesn't, he just, it doesn't. Like he doesn't stop. Like he doesn't get jump. Like he's spe- like yeah, not. Yeah, like, like you don't have to fill the dead air or anything. Yeah, he filled it he up. Just goes. It That's good. Really That's a professional. A professional yeah. can fill up the dead air on a show. Would you say but, uh, he was like inherently like? He doesn't seem like he's like inherently trying to be a, like the funniest guy in the room or anything. Even though he's been nah. so connected mm-hmm. to like some of the funniest, craziest shit. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't try to at all. He's very like just uh, down to earth, and it, it kind of he get, reminds me of Kevin. Like he's got that like Kevin's yeah. never funny. Um, no, <laughs> no, no, not on purpose. Uh, and not it, on purpose. Is, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but um, yeah, it is. Yeah. He has that like artistic sensibility that I was like, I know this is like a, I think like, an older version of Kevin. I think someone man, said, uh, man, I wish I, I, I would have done the interview. Owen, yeah, uh, you should have. It would have been better. Owen was watching like how did this get made or something or it's one of those shows and he said they were talking oh, to yeah. Jason and and or like something like that and he mentioned that like th- there's a scene in Paul T Goldman where um J- Jason gets pulled into the action there's a in the show and he's like really apprehensive he doesn't really want to do it he's like right. no 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 because there's a lot of people playing real life characters that they get to play in their paul t goldman movie that they're making and uh, he so they're casting actors to play real life people in paul t goldman's life but at one point <clears throat> paul is like well i think you got to play yourself in this and jason is like no and and um, you can see him become increasingly more uncomfortable as they push him to do it. And I guess what you learn late, I guess what Owen was telling me on some other show is that he's deathly afraid of being on camera. Like he doesn't he like yeah. being, he hates it. And and it and it's like the so that 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 anxiety you see on his face in the show is like it's genuine real. and the uncomfortable yeah. like that all that uncomfortable shit is real and it's so funny. Well, also they they hired an actor to play him and then it had to fire that actor. <laughs> yeah, but he's like on set. But he's like on set. So then it's Jason being himself while the director who's playing him is watching the monitors. Yeah, he's like like, sitting in the seat. At one point, the actor is sitting in the chair Jason would be sitting in, and he's staring at it like Jason does. But (laughs) because he's not allowed to play, he's not allowed. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. Joe, I should watch this show. I have not watched it yet. You guys need to see it by any means. By any means necessary. Can Can I? Can I tell you my hesitation for why? Because peacock. Oh, what's peacock, right? I know like, nobody knows what I've it is. Had, yeah. Is it a, is it a bird or is it a fancy smaller animal disguised as a bird? I don't know. Like, and is a male peacock still called a peacock? Is a male or is there a difference between a male and female peacock? Exactly right. And is it P E A or P E E? Because that is a different connotation right away and makes my yeah, mind right. go to a different place. And is Here's a baby peacock a lamb? Female. A <laughs> Dude, I tweeted that and still got it wrong. I tweeted that they're baby goats. 
That their baby I left what? it up that they're baby goats, and I left it up for a really long time. I, I thought that like, was oh, a joke. Because your brain no, was, was a fit. No, See, it wasn't a bit. Dude, I think uh. <laughs> that's very good, Elliot. <laughs> very, it's genuinely embarrassing. Right, I was like, well, I don't anyway. tweet ever. Oh, no, um, a, a female peacock is a pee, a pee pussy. <laughs> very oh, good Joe. very thank good uh, but elliot thank you so much for uh, taking care of the last episode Absolutely. and for making it very special and for those of still on this joe yet, still please. wants to talk about this all right this is okay. my point okay go ahead this is my point and i need you guys to like uh, i need you to assure me or not assure me so uh, Nathan Field, Nathan, for you, what was the show that he did that was like the bigger version? The rehearsal. Uh, the rehearsal, rehearsal yeah. Yes. I think the rehearsal is an incredible piece of art. It's something Agreed. that I would have never thought could be created. It's something that I would never attempt to do. I did not find it enjoyable. I found it in <laughs> oh. like, I found it incredibly yeah. interesting and fascinating. But, but you didn't enjoy it, it. When I watched it, I was like, this makes me feel weird. I don't. So I don't, a lot of people. Like, it's so really you, hard for me to watch it. That's so you got I'm the second hand. Enjoy. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you got the secondhand cringe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, do I, you I, get it from other things like Borat and stuff like that? No, Borat is more comedy based, uh, like in a like I uh, the comedy character going in, it, like the Nathan and stuff, it was just so real. The fact real. that Nathan is like stoic and serious and like you can't tell if he's being goofy or silly. Yeah, there's <laughs> something about it. And I love Nathan yeah. for you. And, and I, like you said, I like the show. It's just hard for me to watch. And I'm afraid I'm going to have that similar experience. With okay, well, let me say oh, this. Because I will hold on because <laughs> I've seen both and I hear what you're saying, Joe. And uh, I, you know, I think with the rehearsal, because you watched the whole thing of the rehearsal. Mm -hmm. I think with the rehearsal, it was like it started off like, oh, this is going to be so funny and fun. And then it just keeps going into it's like anxiety, a darker, yeah. like yeah. scarier, uh, like weird direction where he just goes a little too far into. It's like waiting for yeah. the beat to drop. For an entire does. season, yeah. and it never does. Well, and then it like starts to get uncomfortable because he's like, there's like children involved, and it's yeah. like that's where it's to real pretend bad. to be their parent, and then it's it like, starts messing with you as the viewer because you're. Well, <laughs> so damn it, we missed how it. the real is and how fake the fake is of the show. Yeah, no, good point. Yes. You you start to really not understand what's fake and what's you know done for a joke or whatever but for but with paul t goldman i think from the start the the tone never changes okay like it, it doesn't does get, get so you know what you're getting into i don't it think gets, it gets it get, you think it gets, it gets darker pretty, i would say the they they have a thing at the end where it gets pretty dark yeah because you he <laughs> yeah i don't want to spoil the ending but that there's that thing where a very dark thing happens at the end with one of the. Um, I mean, Elliot. Yeah, but the I don't director. think. But, but Elliot, you watch the rehearsal too. Yes. Yeah. You think they're comparable pieces of art? I do think that they're very similar in the discomfort. Yeah. That's how he introduced it. He said it's very similar I, I, to the rehearsal. I felt like it was yeah. less uncomfortable than the rehearsal, really? in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, but I can handle this. Maybe stuff. a little less Without, because Paul's so, like less. You, you, he's fun loving and he's a little. He's, fun, he's goofy. He knows he's, he's goofy. I still have no clue what it's about. Like, dude, no you need to go in as about. blind as possible. Even that's with what I want. That's said. why I don't want you talking. Yeah. About the story yeah, we'll, part. We'll, we'll move. Yeah, on. the story. Just itself, shut up. The story itself is a. 
Yeah, see, Kevin is funny. We were at Disneyland with our whole group of friends and Ryan Faroki. Shout Dude. out. And Ellie and Dude, Kevin Ellie were having. Ex- <laughs> like, me and Ellie were having like a deep conversation about like the ride mechanics of yeah, like, like how it- different rides work. <laughs> And Ellie was like on a long speed. And it was and nice. Was- and everyone was kind of listening <laughs> while we're walking. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Faroki just goes, shut up. <laughs> Dude, he, in the Bucky's, he was in shut front up. of us. He was in shut front up. of us. And he took a glance at me, waited a second to make sure like the timing was right. And then looked at Ellie and said, <laughs> it was like shut so up. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Anyway, uh, great job, Elliot. And for those of you well, that uh, don't know, please listen because uh, that that's a watch, good time. Listen. I still haven't listened yet. I, I admit, everyone who I, has watched it, who I've recommended watch it, comes back and says it is true. It really is an incredibly weird, uncomfortable. Yeah, no one has said they didn't like it. It's like re- it's just too good. My sister in law texted me and Grace and David my brother on the same thread and she just said he is an incredibly difficult person to watch yeah yeah well because everybody kind of knows someone like that i think it's universal anyway what are you guys doing well (laughs) (laughs) i have i have two pieces of of uh i have a show and tell and i and i have breaking perhaps uh historically relevant news from the entertainment industry oh keemstar is gonna drop a new keemstar's here keemstar did a three-hour live like cancel like canceled a twitch streamer live like turned it into a crazy fucking event this week it was it was i i saw two seconds of it on twitter and i was like this is entertainment now, and this is fucking insane. Like, was it about that so guy weird. that showed the his his web browser by accident on his Twitch stream? Ethan, no, no some, it probably it was wasn't some, that. It sounded like the guy was legitimately a douchebag, but like mm. the way that Keemstar turned it into like TMZ level now yeah, era he, cancel culture, like live yuck. show entertainment, was fascinatingly gross. Yuck. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Um. Well, if do you guys want this entertainment news, or do you want a little show and tell? Let's 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 do the news. Okay. I kind of want the news too. Okay. You guys ready for this? Brace yourselves. Mm-hmm. 50 gigabytes of unreleased Michael Jackson content, including unreleased songs and demos, were leaked after a laptop and hard drive belonging to Michael Jackson Biden. <laughs> Belonging to Michael Jackson's engineer, Brad Sundberg, were stolen. Can you imagine if those, those if all gigabytes of Michael Jackson's unreleased stuff was on Hunter Biden's laptop for no reason? Um, they were, st- but anyway, this laptop was stolen at a seminar this past Friday, and um. It's probably the biggest, craziest music leak. How did they leak it? Where'd they put it? There, It's on the internet, and I haven't been able to locate it yet. Because, but it's uh, out there. But it's out there. And I'm talking, we're talking classic Michael Jackson songs with all the stems, like, broken apart. So you can, like, oh. like we might be getting, like, crazy MJ remixes 
as a result of this this because they've released like you know just the vocals and just things that we were never meant to have and apparently the guy who stole the laptop escaped by jumping out of a window (laughs) hell yeah and so there's a statement from the producer who got his who got all that stuff stolen and here's the statement you guys want to hear this please he released a little a three-minute statement a three-minute statement starting well he's got a nice little echo going hang on icp studios fantastic venue wonderful group of people today amazing staff um this really is one of my favorite venues um that we that we do our events at today was a rough day um i think some of the forums are already starting to pick up on this but i thought i would just talk to you directly myself um he sounds so he does heavy guests but trying to stay professional uh, my laptop and one of my hard drives uh i'm not gonna name names i'm certainly not gonna show any yeah, Biden, yeah. except for Hunter Biden. Whoa, picture. they know who did it, he says. And uh, we're doing all we can to bring this to some sort of resolution. Kill him. It's just frustrating. <laughs> it's it's hurtful. Hunting him it's down. frustrating when uh, something that you work so hard for, and 99% of our guests are absolutely wonderful, fantastic people. And uh, unfortunately, something like this happens. And uh, we, we turned our backs for a few seconds and... Uh, and the computer and the hard drive, not only were they gone, but it seems as though this individual actually climbed out of a window and ran across the roof and Damn. broke a skylight. Oh, and, uh, broke that's a skylight. awesome. Uh, the whole thing Shot a crazy. man. And got away in a helicopter. <laughs> Just glossing over. He had jumped 20 feet. He grabbed onto the helicopter mid-jump. This... Uh, actually fell, but his uh, getaway partner had a grappling hook. Shot it down <laughs> 50 feet. Grabbed him by the leg. Saved his life. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are calling him Hard Drive Man. A new vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, back to this the kind of the theme song we got right here. Wow. Wow. Why is he carrying all that shit around at a laptop at a conference? I think he probably was like, here's some stuff and let me show you how we do this or something. Huh. I bet. Well, I mean, it sucks, but at the end of the day, like. Yeah, this is someone in the comments says, listen to this dummy. Try and walk back the fact that he brought a billion dollar hard drive yeah. to show and tell and got got. This Oof. is no one's fault, but his. Whoa. I'm coming Oof. after him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guy <laughs> who stole it is also partially to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oof, oof. Anyway, how crazy is that? So there is now 50 gigs of unreleased Michael okay. Jackson music. Wait, wait, wait. All right, follow-up question. On the on the scale of like, holy shit, we're going to get some interesting crap from this hard drive and laptop. It's like a out of 1 out of 10, this is a 10. It's like this laptop was stolen. This is a fucking 10 yeah if your laptop was stolen on a scale from one to ten how interesting would it be <laughs> oh, shit. Unre- unreleased valley folk logos from 2017 just dropped on the internet there would be unreleased valley folk scripts uh-huh the luigi episode where there you all dressed up as text luigi. threads yeah that you there would be emails so nothing where it's what about th- what about one. their emails i mean 
yeah, I mean, compared to this, it's less than a one. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but in our little corner of the world, might be a little problem. That's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> might, be, might be an issue. I don't know. But so, how crazy so is that? So many nuts on, uh, on DVD screeners from 2012. So all we've ever heard about, you know, fucking, um, you know, uh, about Michael Jackson music is, and same with Prince, is that there's like gigs and gigs and gigs of like unreleased stuff like full songs demos whatever and like we'll never hear the one those we were i just we just you know decided we'll probably never hear those but now there's a chance to do you think that there's an ethical uh uh there's an ethical um situation going on here as far as like listening to that you think we shouldn't listen to it or (laughs) i want to listen to it there's the curiosity factor for sure. Yeah, like because I would like, be. Re- I'm really excited about remixes stuff. People making too. something from that, as opposed me to too. just listening to the raw tracks themselves. Wasn't well, we're it like ta- three years we were all supposed to never listen to Michael Jackson again. Now, there was fifty that. gigs of unreleased music, and we're like, and oh, everybody's diving. Well, all I in. mean, you yeah. know, you, you sometimes you got to separate the art from the artist. I mean, regardless of the controversy, controversy, it's hard. Rick and Morty's to, a great show. It's hard to not. Uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty, I think, is art. I still stand by the policy that you list are allowed to listen. To the amount of music oh, from the artist, according to the percentage that you think that they might be innocent. So if you think that there's a chance <laughs> that Michael Jackson, a four percent chance that he's innocent, you can listen to four. You can listen to ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I mean, for some of us, it was like you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who was like, "I grew up with the scary Michael Jackson, like not the like yeah, the uncomfortable, creepy yeah. looking, scary Michael Jackson." And people like Joe and I grew up with like the superstar, most successful, famous person on the planet version Mm -hmm. of Michael Jackson. So for us, it's like kind of difficult to be like, because I mean, it's undeniable. This dude wrote some of the greatest music of all time, wrote and performed some of the greatest music of all time. And that alone makes you want to like dig in, you know? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Though, like a lot of people, and I'm guessing Michael Jackson is one of them, is like, would would have been like I only want end prince. I only want you to hear the perfection. Like yeah. the, everything else prior to that was private. Like it's it's it was a work in progress. I don't want anybody to ever hear it. And then we got the Rivers Cuomo's of the world that are just like here's everything. Take it. All. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no secrets. And MJ was a look at how I ruined these songs. Look at how good these songs. Right. Look at how good these bad songs are. Oh. Do you remember when This Is It came out? That like final, what? like all the footage of Michael Jackson's last. Yeah. Like the last footage of Michael Jackson and shit. Like I guess like he he those that movie that footage was never meant to be seen because he like didn't he was a perfectionist and he only wanted people to see him at 100 percent, and all that stuff was like you know not him at his best so yeah i definitely i feel like he definitely wouldn't want anybody to hear this stuff at all but uh but he's dead so fuck him (laughs) we'll be right back (laughs) stamps.com stamps.com <laughs> Do it. So okay. I'm gonna listen it to is it. Time. <laughs> so I'm gonna find it and listen to it, and I don't give a fuck. 
Hey guys, guess what? Uh, what can we all agree? Well, you know, here's something we can all agree on. It's, That's right. Uh, how fast the year goes by, especially mm-hmm. if you're like us. By that we mean business owners. And um, you know what, Kevin, you might have to cut part of this out because I didn't really pre-read any of this. Uh, no, it's okay. It's authentic. Yeah, and and so the thing is, it's very important to plan early to make the most of your time. We've learned that very much, especially as tax season is underway, and you might need to be shipping some things here and there. So guess what? 2023 is already happening, so don't wait any longer to level up your small business and set your year up for success. Get ahead of the competition by using Stamps.com to mail and ship. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes, so you can get back to running your business sooner. Postage rates just increased again also, but luckily, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else like up to 84% off USPS and UPS plus Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. We use these guys all the time and it's absolutely wonderful because for 25 years Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. If you sell products online Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart to make your life even easier. So use Stamps.com to print postage whenever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. That's it. They even send you a free scale which is fun. So you'll have everything you need to get started. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. So set what? up your business for success when you get get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code Valleycast for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. That's right. You just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter va- uh, code Valleycast. Get a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale at www.stamps.com slash Valleycast. Thanks to stamps.com for sponsoring this show and yes. uh, you, they're welcome for a very smooth read and, um, and I'm, I'm, yes great job Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, yes great great nice work, work i gotta go home i'm almost I'm Take going a, a you're home baby you did great wow <laughs> guys simon yeah. cowell was here's some more entertainment news simon cowell was set on fire <laughs> during britain's got talent audition <laughs> Dude, Simon Cowell creeps the shit out of me. Yeah, he's a little scary. <laughs> Elaborate, Kevin. Well, have you seen a recent picture of him? Have, dude? You, have you seen what he what he looked like? Truly maybe 10 looks years like a, ago? a porcelain. And he doll. looks like a, a version of that Megan movie. Now, yes, perfect. he looks like a drawing, like a robot. Yeah. Uh, some uh, uh, Kevin, please cut to Megan. Uh, that little Megan dance, that scene but with Simon Cowell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put the Wednesday song over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker are engaged after two years of dating. Wow. How about that? God, guys, we up. saw Kevin Jonas oh, at Disneyland. We did see Kevin Jonas at Disney. Well, some of us did. Kevin Jonas. Did he say hello? Did Kevin Jonas say hello? No, but they, everybody was yelling Kevin, Kevin, and I was very confused for a second. Because they thought he was Kevin Jonas? Because they thought I was Kevin Jonas. Not Kevin Jonas. Weezer callback. You guys uh, watching? Nice. Uh, did you guys watch The Last of Us? Are yes. you on have you through episode three? Bruh. How yeah. we feeling? How we feeling? Disgusting. Sad. Kevin Scott. <laughs> Last episode was disgusting. I thought it went too far disgusting. from the storyline. That wasn't in the video game. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Anything man. that's not in the video game, uh, anything that's get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of anything that wasn't in the game. So what I no, that was incredible. Okay. To come back, we'll come back to it, but quick tangent. What I've learned from the joke that you guys were saying about the uh, people just freaking out over the video <laughs> yeah. games. They review bombed. 
the slash show. gay stuff. Yeah, I've learned what a review bomb is now. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's and it's been happening for some time, and it really is like disgusting uh, incels and uh, nerds that can't handle um, equality. It's, it's yeah, and it's, representation in their shows. Um, but the episode was amazing, and it made me realize how bad World War Z kind of messed up because <laughs> yeah. world war z is an amazingly like like a, a a book based on the end of the world zombie t- zombie times but it's like vignettes it's small little yeah. moments mm-hmm. and that's what the movie could have been it's what the series should have been and what they just showed us at last of us is that it could work right yeah. like we're going to be following joel and ellie if, and it's, it is going to be a narrative arc that we're following in, in a traditional structure but this little like piece out of like here's a story to the side i like of, it Man, that still oh. involved Joel and Ellie somewhat. Well, because like, you didn't still expect made it, it either. Because it's like the fucking yep. third episode. Yep. So yeah, great like, storytelling. Whoa. Here we go. I mean, because, and it was also the first episode that didn't give us like a flashback uh, mm. into the, in, in the intro uh, uh, about like you know where oh, the whole yeah. thing started. You know, like the first two episodes did like a lot of like um, lead up to the um, the outbreak. Issue, the, the outbreak. Yeah. yeah. And this one was some- like. This one didn't do it, but then it was like a full backstory episode. Mm-hmm. I saw some tweet that was like the writers of Last of Us were like, "Okay, Joel needs a car, so let's mi- write the most heartbreaking one-hour yeah. episode of television." That's ever been <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because that's the, that's literally what's happening. It's like the For mission the Joel is yeah. Joel needs a car so he can go find his brother. That's where we're <laughs> at now, and it's like, can we make that emotionally? <laughs> yeah, just can we? How do we make people emotionally invested in that? <laughs> that's I'm really good. Think of a like a like I've never. S- I'm sure it's happened, but I don't feel like I've seen this in a in a series before where it's just like we're even so early in a series, right? It's like we're going on this journey and then boom, out of the blue, don't even know it's coming, one hour, just like side story. It's like they picked up, they went over yeah, this parallel that, universe. That early just, in a series yeah. is weird. Also, it's actually not, not much of a departure from this game story. Because these are characters that are present in the game, but they're just kind of building on kind of like what the showrunners want to do with those characters. And also, by the way, the guy that like wrote the game and created the game is like heavily involved in the show. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he has a say. And so imagine like, let's try this perspective real quick. If people have not imagine if you uh got the chance to make a tv show based off a video game you wrote and you know this story the story front to back you even know how maybe number three or four is gonna end in the video game series or whatever or how the whole thing ends so this is your baby you know it front and back and someone's like let's make a tv show would you want to make it exactly the way the game was if you're creative absolutely not someone people who have a create who are very creative uh, like hit a wall when when like they're when they're not uh given an opportunity to grow and stretch and do a little fun with their uh with their stories and stuff and i think that's exactly what's happening here that guy gets to do the story again but like add some other stuff to it yeah. and make it more like a tv show and why wouldn't he well how interesting is the concept of like 
here's a little uh, essentially they were side characters in the game you see them for a moment they drop the word like this was my partner they kind of allude for a second and then really the the moment is not elaborated on i don't feel like i'm spoiling the game or whatever but like you're not yeah. One, of, one of them dies. He like he hangs himself because he got bit, and you just you just see it. And he's like, and they they hated each other in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they did is that they they turned it around. And it's like imagine just it's it's like it's like a show that we've all I think everybody's probably pitched at one time in their lives where it, where it's like the background actors. What are their stories mm-hmm. in a yeah. show? Right. Like so imagine a show like you you watch a full episode of a of a show right. The first one, it's the best episode that you've ever seen. But the rest of the series isn't about the main characters. It's we're yeah. gonna watch what these two people. I the like when they do that. Coffee. It's awesome. You know, that's done I, by I, um. That's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. The mm-hmm. tone stopper, yeah, play, where it takes mm-hmm. the Hamlet characters. Very yeah. Good. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, speaking of news that's yeah. related to this, real quick, the um, this came out last uh, or on January thirty first. Which is recent, if you're a mathematician, and it says warmer climate may drive fungi to be more dangerous to our health. Um, I a saw study, that. A yeah. new study finds that raised <laughs> temperatures cause a pathogenic fungus known as Cryptococcus deniformans to turn its adaptive responses into overdrive. And apparently, if it keeps doing that, it might uh, develop a higher heat resistance, and we will have fungus-infected humans. Yeah, because that was what the because the show the because sh- you know the game. It had its whole like you know this could happen thing but you're like it's a video game but the show is really trying to make to us explain. believe that this is possible yeah in our world but the only thing keeping it from happening is is that our body temperature is not it does not is not sustainable for not fungus yeah. yeah yeah but they're saying that all that would need to happen is is like the temperature changes slightly and then we're fucked yeah. And that's what the show's doing. For the fish. Come out. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Joe, Joe just shoots off like a dolphin, and he's got a dolphin. <laughs> I'd be like, well, that makes sense. I guess that tracks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really scary. It's scary because now that, because, you know, the show is popular and everyone's talking about it. And so everyone's like, you know, clickbaity with their, like, could this happen? Has, yeah. Has anybody done the the parody or or, or the the video game farce that would be the fun guy is actually just Goombas, and that's, that's funny. Or or, yeah. or or it's just like from Super Mario Brothers the movie. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the fungus. <laughs> That'd be that's great. funny because the fungus was good in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, and yeah. in the Super Mario lore, fungus is good. Oh, fungus is good. Um, couple of more, couple more pieces of entertainment news here. Ridley Scott's Gladiator sequel. I saw that. And gets I was like, late huh. 2024 release date. Yeah, me too, Joe. I was like, really, really. <laughs> okay. Is it with Crow? Uh, let's find out. Because this is with, really interesting. Man, isn't Ridley Scott like in his 80s now? I know. He's in his, he, he might be in his 90s. Dude, he's making yeah. like a bunch of shit still. Let me, it's let me crazy. Little, let me do a little Google for you. Ridley Scott's follow-up to Gladiator will release on November 22nd. Motherfucker is 85 announced. years old. Yeah, damn. The untitled wild. sequel will be produced by Scott. And uh, it starred Russell. The original starred Russell Crowe. Blah, 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 blah. 27-year-old broke with beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Dude, I don't know. The there isn't any info in casting. He still fucking got it, too. Did you guys see The Last Duel? No. Ben but I, oh, oh, no. no I it was really that. good. It's really good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got, oh, 
Watch it. All right. Yeah. What do you guys and, think they're going to call the sequel? Two Gladiator, Two Furious? Whoa. I think, <laughs> I think they're going to... I think Elliot, Elliot Dalton's out of the screen. <laughs> I think Ridley Scott's going to walk into the board meeting room and just write Gladiators, but the S is a dollar sign. <laughs> Like James yeah, Cameron yeah. did with Aliens. Um, also, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are going to score David Fincher's new film, The Killer. Which oh, should shit. be really fucking cool. Yeah, that that's fun. That sentence you just read seems like a pitch from an AI bot. You're like, hey, pitch us a, pitch us a new David Fincher movie. And the AI goes, it's scored by, it's, yeah. it's scored by Trent Reznor. It's called Killer. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, oh, and finally, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Nike movie called Air is going to get a $7 million Super Bowl ad from Amazon plus an unprecedented theatrical release, which means what? This is an what? exclusive from Variety. Unprecedented. It says the studio is poised to give its Ben Affleck, Matt Damon drama Air an unprecedented theatrical release for a streaming service. Sources say Amazon will release the film, which centers on real-life shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro and how he led Nike in its pursuit of basketball phenom Michael Jordan on 3,000-plus screens domestically. In addition, Amazon is planning an exclusive theatrical window that's comparable to or even longer than those from major studios. The film will debut in cinemas worldwide on April 5th after its exclusive theatrical run, the Affleck-helmed film... Will so be this on is coming out soon. Yeah, so at, sounds like Ben Affleck directed it, and it'll be. This yeah. is the longest sentence I've ever heard Steve read that without he a joke. Give two shits about. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine right. caring about something fucking less. <laughs> I, 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 I zoned out entirely. Can I, I tell you uh, which part <laughs> is interesting? Is the theatrical, the unprecedented part? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of interested in this movie. Yeah, I would love to hear the story about Nike. If I it's mean, done. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck used to make big things together. So I, I loved I, Argo. He's a great director. I loved yeah, it. I, I, I think so it. too. I think he's a great. Uh, I think he's a great director also. Uh, Affleck or uh, Damon, Matthew Damon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or did you guys hear what they're naming the new Batman movie? The sequel. There's a oh, title. No. It's called There's the Batman Part Two. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that whoa. official? That's what that that's what I heard. Yeah. That's now, really uninspired. It sounds pretty boring. The Batman Part Two. The Batman. Oh. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> the Batmans. <laughs> oh, fuck. What if Bat what if the Batman two was just called Batmans? Batmans. <laughs> like you took the uh, the out. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, Batman Part Two, but it's cool because it's Part II. It's Roman numerals, so oh. that, makes, that makes it look cooler. Okay, That's very I can cool. see that written in stone yeah. or something or That's lightning. Mm. Yeah, or like, like a scratch. Or like yeah, scars. scratch, and you're like, ooh, is Catwoman? Ooh, that Catwoman doing something in this one? It could be cat. It could be. What if it was the what man the room? What if it was man bat? Could you imagine if they tried to do like a real in our world man bat or even like a like a awesome clay face or something? Clay face would be great. Hey Steve, Uh you got something to show and tell us about it. I do I do have something to show and tell. I got some new tattoos 
Oh, this yeah. Didn't. This week. Oh, you <laughs> didn't. You're right. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. That was just oh, a dirty excited. lie. I got Picks some new fake. Uh, Shannon Haynes, who you can find Shout on out. Instagram as Margot Tattooer. No T. Yeah. And the Margot. Uh, she comes to town and and we hang out and have a great time and we, I usually get a tattoo, but this time I got two tattoos. Tattoos part two. We got a tattoo. Tattoos. We got. We found it. Woo. Tattoo. <laughs> so I'll show you this first one real quick, tattoo, which tattoo, tattoo. which is really tattoo. like this one's like still kind of gross because it's under the paper there. Aww. But it's a ghost and it's going pee pee. Is it pee-pee or is it crying? It looks it's, a little bold. It's pee-pee. It's pee-pee. Oh, but there's Trying, crying at top. You can, see, you can see that there's, the ink is kind of like, you know, this is just under this little thing. The ghost is very concerned. Yeah. Yeah, he's the sad. Is, the ghost's a little scared. He went pee-pee. And then no, the no, other no, one no, I got. No, you, okay, yeah, go through it. Is this one. I haven't seen this one. That's oh, awesome. Is that, that's uh, Short Circuit. That's great. Yeah. I love oh, that cool. shit. That's, that's Johnny what, Five. I actually wow, really Steve. like that one a lot. That one's yeah, great. That's, that's my fun. that's a new favorite of mine, dude. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. All right. Anyway, there's my. <laughs> that's <shout> great. <laughs> okay. Follow up questions. All right. Follow up questions. Where are the what what, what inspirations? What 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 the, what the story behind them? I know you like Johnny Five, of course, but what about the ghost? Well, the ghost was yeah. more of was was like a, we were playing TKO a few years ago, I think, and it was one of the T-shirt designs. Oh. It was a ghost. A sheet ghost peeing, and there's like a little puddle. That's where that idea came from. And, and that's Johnny it. Five, who designed it? Who designed Johnny Five? The Johnny Five design is from Short Circuit Two. Is that the straight up? It's okay. Is that straight so up from the movie? At the end of Short Circuit Two, they build the Johnny Five like toy factory, and uh. it's called like Johnny Five co or something and that's the logo for the toy company I see. that's really cool yeah i like that i like that it looks like a stamp it doesn't look like right a right i know yeah. i know isn't it cool i love it how long did those take this one took like an hour and this one took like 30 minutes oh that's great yeah, yeah. you know what next time she's in i might get a tattoo dude you should yeah. she's so good yeah she's so good okay can i give my my show and tell yes. yeah elliot what do you yeah got? This is the Voynich uh, manuscript. Whoa! Yeah, that's damn it. Written in an unknown yes! language that no one's ever been able to decipher. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Codex. Yeah. And, Do you? Will and, you show that? Please hold those, those pages up. So no, what do we? So what it is it? What are the? What is it? What is the Voynich? We just said. You said it's a. I just farted. Um, the Voynich manuscript. It's an illustrated codex, handwritten in an otherwise unknown script, referred to as Voynichese, and the vellum on which it is written has been carbon dated to the early 15th century. And stylistic analysis indicates it may have been composed in Italy during the Italian Renaissance. Whoa! So it's an old so, book that no one has any idea what the, it what says. What it means? No way! Wow! So so people I... have studied it and they have no idea. Mm -hmm. it's... Some people think it's a recipe book. Uh, That'd be awesome. Food items in it. I love wow. that somebody just totally stole that book's copyright and printed it in another yeah. book. Yeah, they just put a yeah. book in a yeah. book. Yeah. 
you guys want to see this book here check it out like, that's book. fascinating elliot how how like how it much, is fascinating how much time have you devoted to looking at it like are you finding yourself getting that lost was the most you, that, that was, was the most, most. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you think it saying, is or do you open it and you go oh i don't understand any of do this do you think it has <laughs> historical significance do you think we could do, we could find secrets about the uh our past in there i would love to know yeah it looks like it's got weird mandala shaped things and it like folds out too yeah are there just, are there recognizable folds out holy shit look at oh this. my god whoa now ah. Ah. <laughs> hold on hold what on that's playboy centerfold steam what i'm showing and telling <laughs> yeah that's what? that's erica Leniak. <laughs> in a bikini that's so it's Pamela this is Anderson. my hard it's drive Pamela Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> 2017 <laughs> It's That's... like Elliot just, it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street scene. Elliot just keeps unfolding the pages. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and there's just the whole room is just filled with a fold out. He dies of a billion paper cuts. Elliot, <laughs> Elliot! <laughs> what do you, are there things in there that are like, you know, like, did they draw like the moon or like a sandwich or something? Like, are there things, yeah. things that the we moon. can, there's things we can recognize, like there's leaves and things. Okay. Plants. Plants. Yeah. Okay, um, that's so cool. I, I really love it. Don't I have no? It definitely is a language that doesn't. I'll figure it out. You yeah, should get something from in there tattooed on the you, one. Elliot. I want. It actually to, would be a cool tattoo. Some of the yeah. I want to be in the room like, like five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand years from now, where they find the original manuscript and they're like oh my god what is this we don't understand it and then they find that book which has yeah. the manuscript and they're the even book. more confused. and they're like whoa <laughs> why are they why is the book in another book yeah. oh. <laughs> oh can we do uh, um, can we do because uh, elliot just did a what we're what he's reading kind of thing is that what you're reading or that's just something you wanted to just what are you fun. currently let's do a what are you currently watching or reading elliot go uh, technology's uh symptom and uh dream and then last of us and um uh oh uh would i lie to you a lot of would i lie to you what is what i lie to you the british game oh, the, show the game um, show Dave the game Mitchell show and lee his boy his name of um, mitchell yeah. and webb mitchell and webb my boy is it good and, uh what is I it? I love it. It's very. It's the premise is very simple. We should play it sometime because it's basically there's two teams and it's w one person's job to read a lie or a truth. They don't know what it is, and it's the other team's job to decide whether or not they're lying. I oh. was gone for the first part of this. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Every British panel show is fucking amazing. I know. It's Why so are they good? so yeah. good so at panel shows? They're so quick. I don't know. They, yeah, they're just quick, and they also don't really give a fuck. That's no, it. They don't really give don't. a fuck, and there's no real like there is competition, but they don't care at the end of the they day. They don't it's care, so yeah. Good. And they're it's just, just smart. Like they don't, yeah. cap, they don't, they do not speak, nor do they create to the lowest common denominator. Right. Like I've heard <laughs> right. so many notes of, of people in rooms, uh, at, at companies, at pitch sessions where it's like that's too smart or. Right, to, right. We got to dumb it down. Gotta yeah. dumb it yeah. down for so. And I'm like, no, no, no. People, I, people will elevate to the level of the content yeah. you've got. It's the same. And thing if with they kids. don't, they won't watch it. But there's always an audience for that. Yeah. And it's the same with like kids. It's like you don't you don't create for the dumbest kid. You create to elevate the kids and and make them better for watching the content and, and challenge them. Because then when yeah. they think and they get the joke or they they understand something through the thing that you you are presenting them, it 
magic unlocks a moment in their fucking mind whether it's comedy whether it's whether it's drama or whatever elevate fucking elevate the content i hate the dumb down note i hate it joe are you reading or watching anything right now do you need uh, to take I'm a reading? break or walk around for a second? Do you need to take a deep breath? Doc. Oh, what's oh, that? Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's about Doc Holliday. It's oh, uh, cool. By my my favorite author, Mary Dory Whoa. Russell. She uh, wrote The Sparrow and Children of God, which I've talked to you guys oh, a lot yeah, about yes, over the last have. 10 yeah. years. Yes, but you have. He's created this really cool type of um, uh, writing style. So it's a, it's a well-researched like biography. But it's told in a narrative way where she's like create it's it's like ninety percent probably true, but then she's creating like conversations and stuff and like dialogue and then like, interesting, cool, uh, making uh, cool. I guess fictionalizing what she thought was the back and forth in all of these meetings. And I stuff love like that. that. That's cool. Hell yeah, my favorite writer. She's really good. And then the stuff that I'm enthralled with as far as television and and content consumption goes would be. Last of Us. I'm enjoying yeah, that. Definitely. I'm um, in that boat too. And Except then I'm doubling. I'm doubling down yeah. on uh, uh, Hot Ones is a perfect internet show. Yeah. Brian, Brian Cranston was just on it, and he's so fucking. Oh. Yeah, good. I saw that one. He's yeah, so. He's awesome. Fucking I need to watch that because he's just yeah, he's such a charming. And if you guys haven't man. discovered the magic, we're just talking about like British panel shows. I think one of the closest things that we have to it right now in America is what Sam is doing over on uh, Dropout slash College Humor. Have you guys been watching Game Changer? Dude, or anything Game like Changer that. is amazing. I haven't so, seen Game Changer. What is you it? You probably have. You, they, they, they're these clips. They, like, but they you, make it look like a show. legitimate game show. Like they have an awesome set. They have like all the working buttons and everything that it needs. Yep. it's awesome. But it's but it's simple, and I think like yeah. they did it on a shoestring budget. But they they have a number of game shows slash panel shows that they're doing over there at what was College Humor, and then that kind of like fell to the wayside and then sam was like i'll take it on and he's built it up to this new thing dropout tv is his own little subscription service that is like i think helping fund it all but they they really make good good stuff funny fucking shit that is based in improv but also kind of like i said panel showy ish can and you share some stuff in our text thread yeah i'll send it to you please but once I'd you start once you like watch a couple clips on your your instagram it'll start feeding it to you all the time i like that yeah, yeah. and and it's also introduced me to one of my new favorite internet personalities brennan lee mulligan yeah who is this dude that is so smart and so funny that he makes me never want to be in a room with him and intimidates <laughs> the shit out of me oh wow that's like, an exciting that, feeling that hasn't that happened good. in a while probably yeah if they just make really good stuff the aesthetic of the set is just lovely and pleasing yep. to the. I love it. I love a good set. Uh, send, please send some, share some clips. Send pics. Send pics or it didn't. Pics or it didn't happen. Uh, Kevin, oh, yeah. what are you watching or reading? Yeah, or Kevin. Uh, I just saw Avatar uh, in IMAX 3D, and I fucking loved that thing. I loved it. Wrong. It was, it's gorgeous. It was so great. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous wrong. movie. Oh, gorgeous. Kevin's wrong. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's just a beautiful film. Did you walk Boring out? Didn't you walk movies. out, Elliot? No, because I was in 40X. I was getting jostled around the oh, entire what's that? That's what you saw it. I Wait, was 40X also 3D or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 40X probably. 
all of the D's. Jesus and it was awful. That's not, 40X is the worst way to see a movie <laughs> for the first awful. time. Well, yeah. for three yeah, hours James long. Cameron, it was James Cameron 40X, so Elliot was actually turned into a fucking avatar yeah. and forced to have pale sex. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and he forced you to hold your breath for six minutes underwater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sucks. They filled the entire theater with water. <laughs> you just got to hold your breath. <laughs> Yeah, don't, I, Elliot. I think you. you ruined, I that. think you sabotaged your yeah. first a- experience with that beautiful well, movie. We just got 40x tickets to Quantum Mania, so I'll probably okay. Be well, that's thinking fine. that movie sucks too. That's, <laughs> that that's a movie that's fine <laughs> to go see in 40x. That's a movie that's <laughs> just fine. Stop I saw 40x movie. Yeah, yeah. we can't. Not... We can't stop. <laughs> I've tried. Ellie, do you Grace... like it? No, but it is <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally. See, that's my opinion. We have a friend, Matt Rob, who loves oh. fucking 40X and tries to see everything in Dude, 40X. So stupid. And it's so stupid. Elliot, have you looked around at other people in the theater during the 40X experience yeah, and they're laugh? just completely serious and they don't, they're not even <laughs> reacting? Yeah, they're not even reacting. <laughs> It's like they don't even know they're in a moving theater. Dude, I'll I'll never forget like, me and Owen because it was me and Owen's first time at a 40x. And I we had to just get out of there. Dying, we were barf. dying. Oh. I was gonna Owen barf, laugh. and the guy next to me was pissed off that we were yeah. laughing and enjoying ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, come on, man! What did you come? No- Why did you come to this screening? <laughs> if, you, if you didn't think people were gonna be screaming and laughing at how stupid yeah. it is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, Kevin, yeah. and you enjoyed Avatar. Loved it. I Good. loved it. I'm glad you as liked an experience, you. a visual experience, or did you like like the movie? You're like, this is a good story, and I love it. Visual experience it. was awesome, and the story was like good enough to me. It wasn't yeah, like an enough. insanely new story, but they still like they did a good job. I don't yeah. know what people are hating on. James Cameron it's just knows how to make a everything, movie. Everything, everything you just said is wrong. Oh, it's Damn. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I. Did, I uh, I think you saw it the wrong way, Elliot, and you sabotaged yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, definitely saw um, it. <laughs> I, I went to the uh, get punched in the face every five minutes screening. <laughs> I just can't. Truly <laughs> had a headache. Honestly, I think I'd do that over <laughs> yeah. 40X. Dude, that movie I could is use a too couple long. <laughs> it is too long 40X. to be in 40X. <laughs> Three I, hours. I was like, they shouldn't do it. <laughs> no. It's. Like by yeah, hour, yeah. by two and a half hours, you're like, can we just <laughs> stop? I, I need to go stop. lay down. Can I lay down on the ground? I drink a lot of uh, soda during it just so I have an excuse to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> get up and leave. Try and get I up. Need and to have I'm glad you liked it. And that's a fucking. I need yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The toilet. <laughs> uh, I okay. I just want to recommend something that I I breezed through and I loved it. Um, obviously, Last of Us is great. I've been watching that. Um, but there's a show on Netflix called Lockwood and Company. Dude, yeah. Lockwood and Co. Yeah. I watched the first episode. It's so good. It's from Joe Cornish, who did uh, um, Attack the Block. Yeah. Did you guys see Attack the the Block? So it's a series on Netflix about these, uh, about a world where ghosts are real and, but only like certain gifted kids can like fight them. And they're like fighting them because if you t- if you get touched by a ghost, you you die. 
So it's like a nightmare world where all the parents are like stuck inside and there's curfews and the kids have like, they have like cool, like, um, what do they call those rapiers? They have yeah. like a, like a fencing swords that are made of like steel. Cause like steel are the only things that can like keep ghosts away and stuff, but it's like a super dark, really cool. It's like an Edgar Wright, like uh, strategy. Well, that's how I heard about it really well. Watch it with your kids. I heard about it because Edgar Wright posted about it on Instagram saying like a bunch of his team is is involved with it. Oh. Yeah. Lockwood and Co. You watched Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Mm. dude. I went back and I watched it again. It's so, it's a fucking perfect. One of my favorite movies. It's perfect. It's fucking perfect. Scott Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Oh, I need to rewatch it. Yeah. 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 Definitely worth a rewatch. The fact that nobody, and maybe I think it was ahead of its time. Like I nobody's, think so too. nobody's replicated it in I any know. way, shape, or form. It's so Speed Racer good, tried a bit, despite the main character being one of the most unlikable, <laughs> yeah. fucking people to go yeah. through a movie with. Like, Do you not like him? Uh, Are you? <laughs> he's not. He's no. not meant to be like a super. Yeah, like the main, the main character and even the love interest. You're just kind of like you're both not great, and then but yeah. you don't care because the movie is. So, so fun good well it's because they're just kids and they're like learning oh. how to behave and so you're like it's relatable in that way because you're like man i was like annoying and made stupid mistakes as a teenager for sure here's a little trivia for you um i went and looked at the cast to see you know how old they are now and yada 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 and some are 40 plus and yeah how old do you guys think Michael Sarah is? Right now? Right now. How old do you guys think Michael Sarah oh, is, according to my Google search as of recent? I'm going to say he's 31. Okay. 39. Okay. I was going to say 39. Yeah. He's 34, which is Whoa. way oh. way younger than I thought he would be. I thought yeah, he was like... Yeah, same. I always pictured okay. him as a young kid. Like, he's got a Kevin Plackey probably still. He probably still looks that way. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. Did you guys watch? Because I was looking at the pictures for the Lockwood show, which I'll check out. Thank you for that recommendation, Steve. Yeah, please watch watch Sandman. No, but I heard it was real good. I really liked it. We stopped watching just because other stuff came along, but the shows, the episodes I did see, that's a great, yeah, everyone dark, imaginative show. Everyone who's seen it that I know said it's real good. It's a testament that it didn't get like ripped apart because the Sandman comic book is one of the most beloved cult comics of all time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. It seemed to do a good job. I think it I appeased the, the fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of like Invincible. It, like Invincible really. Uh, yeah, that was I awesome. I can't, I cannot wait. wait. I, need, I need more. So good. So yep. good. While you wait, watch Lockwood and company and watch it with Hayden. And then watch like the first and couple Paul episodes Siegel with Hayden, and, and then see if Paul maybe Siegel. Jackson can join in. It's a uh, little scary. Jack Jackson can handle it. It's like um, star. It's like a Stranger Things kind of scary. Yeah, he likes Stranger Things. Uh, cool. My last recommendation before we go: uh, Saga is an amazing graphic novel that has recently uh, re-upped and started coming out again after being mm. on a hiatus mm. for a couple years. Um, everybody should read this. It is like a super fucking new. I'm not, I don't want to describe it as this. It's a space opera, but it's fucking cool and dark and, and creative. It's it's like the new Star Wars, but don't let the Star Wars description throw you off. 
It's yeah. one of the most amazing things that I've ever It's seen. new Star Wars in the way that people said Fifth Element was like a new Star Wars. Yeah. Like it really was, but it wasn't like doing Star Wars stuff. Like it wasn't meant to yeah. be a big series or whatever. But it's, yeah. it's like an intimate like family storyline in involved in this huge like space political war That's environment. Really good. Oh yeah. But like every character is like the some different amalgamation of any type of fantasy and or animal and or and it's or kind of a horny annoyed. show oh, it's a horny it's book horny. too and <laughs> oh it's so fucking good it's horny oh. yeah please please check it out brian k Bond. please the void manuscript oh Thank you so much for listening to the show. God bless uh, it. Thank you, Elliot, for the last episode. Very good. Please check that out. Elliot interviews Jason Wallner of Paul T. Goldman. Uh, Joe, what do you? Anything? Does anybody have things to plug? Yeah, uh, Joe, do you have anything to plug? Any videos of Gen Z reacting to really cool bands? Yeah, what are you yeah. working on right now? Well, actually, yeah, you should oh, tell. Go ahead. Go. Oh, what are you going to say? What no, say? yours. Oh, You're yeah. Ju- did, uh, couple things actually we did the gen z reacts to weezer and we did a deep dive now i need you all to understand we didn't do like a weezer retrospective so like we we gloss we don't even gloss over we skip pinkerton and the white house sure it was just it was just cool videos slash songs that they could react to that were big in pop culture like buddy and holly and the sweater we did song. 11 we did 11 videos and Damn. Then we probably skipped a good like 10 songs that you still would consider in the cultural zeitgeist for Weezer. did you do buddy holly at least oh yeah that video with like happy days and stuff like do yeah. people even know what it is <laughs> no, <laughs> like, they did, no they did not like what's <laughs> happy days what is it's like oh it looks like the 50s it's like greece yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was no <laughs> moment where they realized how revolutionary that video yeah, was. Yeah, it was so revolutionary. They're, like, yeah. they're in a they're in a show from the fifties. Uh, they're in that, that show really you see on Nick at Night sometimes. <laughs> uh, we just released a uh, uh, try not to sing epic songs with Critical yeah. Role, and I fell oh, in yeah. love with those guys. Those guys they're are amazing. great, super funny, great charisma and, and chemistry. And then uh, Cap. Edited a video for Smosh. Oh, yeah. The movie movie game. <gasps> yeah, what? fun time. Make it about us at the end. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah, recommendation yeah, yeah. involves us. Kevin, how'd it turn out? Pretty good. Pretty good. Did you they know have what's fun? different? They had fun, but it's different because the way I used to edit them is like much more suspenseful and like you have to like lead them to the answer in a way in the edit, but this one was just like them like shooting the shit having fun playing it. I love so it's a different that. vibe. Nice. Yeah. Big fan of that. All right. Well, great job, everybody. I'm proud great of you job, all. Great job, Steve. Great job, Kevin. Thank you. Proud of you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. And we appreciate the patrons and uh, everyone who listens to this and watches this on youtube.com slash the Valley folk. And we'll, do you guys, uh, want, do you guys want to all end real quick as though we're all in a 40X chair? Yeah. Ha ha ha.